What's going on, everybody? What's going on? Welcome, 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 welcome to the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae, episode 81. What is going on, family, familia? What is happening out there to everybody out in the world right now, locally, regional, um, uh, uh, statewide, countrywide, worldwide? What's happening? And welcome to the Opinionated Brother Podcast. What's going on, family? Man. Y'all know, it, it, listen, I tell y'all every time I get up on this damn show that it just feels good. It feels good to be in your ear talking to you. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it just feels good. Or if you're listening to me over the speakers, um, turn me down. <laughs> turn, turn me down. Um, you know, because, it, it, you know, if, if you're a new listener to the Opinionated Brother, and I will always say this, if you're a new listener to the Opinionated Brother, this is not for... Um, for your kids. This is not for um, 18 and under or under 18. This is not for you. This is for the, even though I know that, um, you know, at the end of the day, um, under 18 individuals or, you know, teens of that nature will listen to the podcast, have listened to the podcast. Um, So, you know, I'm not saying that I am saying don't listen, but I know you're going to anyway because you're hard-headed. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's all right. It's all right. But you know what? To all my listeners out there, um, this is this is, this is is Radio R. <laughs> Radio R. <laughs> Rated R TV. You know what I'm saying? That's that's how I put it. Because um, I'm, I'm very um, animated uh, <laughs> with a lot of the things that I talk about and all of the uh, topics that I bring to the table. So, you know, there will be a lot of sailor cussing. You know, I say that to myself that I'm a sailor. I cuss like one. Um, so when you get on this show, uh, when you come on this show, know that it is not kid friendly. Know that if you are listening to me in your office or something like that, and if I say a couple cuss words back to back to back to back to back, that's on you. Because I told you not to put me on, you know, in your office. Now, if you have a closed door office or whatnot, you know, close the door and listen to me. You know, or turn me down. You know what I'm saying? I listen to a lot of people at work. I listen to Breakfast Club at work. I, I listen to um, Joe, Pot, uh, Joe Button Podcast at work, excuse me. I listen to a lot of podcasts that, that, that cuss as well. You know what I'm saying? So it's either I, I turn them down or I put my headphones in. You know what I'm saying? So, so just go ahead and do that. You know what I'm saying? To all my new listeners, uh, to all my new listeners and to my um, my seasoned listeners, y'all, y'all know what to do. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know how I've been. You know, if y'all been rocking with me since episode one, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all, y'all know what it is. You know what I'm saying? But I hope everybody has had a wonderful, wonderful week. Um, I have a lot to get into today, y'all. I have some things to get off my chest, okay? I'm going off today, just a little, just a little. And, and y'all know I come with love, right? I try to come with love every episode, you know what I'm saying? So this episode is going to come with love, but I'm coming at your heads, you understand what I'm saying? I'm, I'm coming at people's heads today. And and you take it how you want to take it. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 you take it how you want to take it, but I'm coming for heads, especially in the second half, because in the second half of the, um, of the show, we're going to be talking about um, being too busy, right? A lot of us, a lot of us in our generation right now, especially in our culture right now, we believe that we are too damn busy, right? And I put that in quotations, too damn busy. Right. We, 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 we believe that we're too busy to do anything. You understand what I'm saying? And especially in the realm that I work, um, y'all really believe 
that y'all are too busy. And then y'all act like y'all have this social media busyness, like y'all just can't do shit. I'm going to break down why I feel the way I feel and why I'm going to, you know, just cuss out some, you know, all of us out of love. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of, I've asked, I asked a lot of questions over my Facebook page. Like, do we communicate? Is communication a thing? Right? Because I I just have some questions. You know what I'm saying? And I got to understand why do we feel the need to, to, to sit here and say that we're too busy and literally say, instead of saying no, having the, uh, the boss to sit here and say, no, I don't have the time nor the patience to deal with this. Can we do this at a later date? You understand what I'm saying? So we're going to get to that, you know what I'm saying? Because we have a, we have a lot to get to. So we're going to jump right into it. We're going to jump right into it while this motherfucking train um, outside my window is honking all that and all that bullshit. We're just going to get jump right into the show because we have a lot, a lot to get into. Um, So let's start with Trey Songs, right? If y'all don't know who Trey Songs is, Trey Songs is a uh, uh, R&B singer, um, rapped a little bit, you know what I'm saying? I've listened to a lot of Trey Day. Uh, in my past day, in my heyday, uh, my mama loves Trey Song. She adores that man. Uh, I remember buying her Passion, Plan, and Pleasure. That was a that was when that album came. I think that Christmas or the Christmas beforehand, when, whenever that album came out, she wanted that album. She was like, she loved um, what was it? And I wish we never loved. I wish we never loved you. That she loved that song. Um, Can't be friends. There we go. She loved that song, so she wanted the whole album. Um, so Trey Songz is not a is now a dad. You know, shout out to Trey. Trey is now a father. That is so dope. I, I want to shout out to Trey Songz. Trey Songz is now a dad. He is now. Um, um, I don't, I don't know where this baby came from because this baby came out of nowhere. But this is how you do it. You, 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 now, I don't know when and where. Like I said, I don't know when and where and how this baby came about. But I want to send a congratulations to Trey Song. I, what, I think what my question is, is how all the women, right, the young women, the women feel about this now. Because y'all got two major, like, sex symbols in the R&B realm who are now daddies. Right, you got Chris Brown and now you got Trey Songs. Right, Chris Brown was already like a, a bullet wound to some to some of you, uh, my, some of my sisters. You feel me? I know when 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 um, Baby Royalty came. I know a lot of y'all was like, "Oh, damn!" You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, this nigga got just shit. You know, because when 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 you when you have a child, right? I would believe, I would assume, I would hope. That your focus is more so on the child, and and from the outside looking in, and me being a fan of Chris Brown, um, and watching him, and following him, um, to me he's been such he's been a great dad. Now you know, like I said, that's from the outside looking in. Um, he's been a good dad to me. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I I can see both Chris and Trey, you know, doing daddy duties and, you know, going in the park and playing. And, you know, I know royalty is a little bit, uh, I think maybe about two, three years older than Trey's, you know, new new baby. But, you know, I can just see them just, you know, having daddy duties and everything. And I think that would give Trey a newfound level of, like, sexiness. Cause when it is, it's really crazy. Because when a when a when a man becomes a father, right? 
and I don't want to say a single father, but a single father, right? A, a single dad. Not saying I don't think Trey is because I think he's with the girl that um, he impregnated. I think he's with her. I, I believe they're still together. Um, but in the case of Chris, you know, single dads, a lot of women look at single dads like, damn, he doing what he need to do. He's staying on top of it, especially if you if you're doing what you need to do for your child. I think that gives you another level of sexiness. Right. That just gives you another level of sexiness. Like you just girls look at you different. <laughs> you know, I've seen it. I've seen it. And kind of I've told you, I'm a social I'm a social researcher. I love to people watch and observe shit. So when I see shit, I'm already peep. I peep before you peep two seconds after I done peep it. Okay. So now you coming up to me like, did you just, yeah, I knew that already. You feel me? Like I see stuff. I'm always peeping because people always peep me. So, <laughs> so listen, I just want to send, like I said, send a special shout out to Trey. Um, shout out to you, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I just think um, that a lot of you, a lot of your fans are like, damn. Like, they happy for you at the end of the day. But I think a lot of your fans are like, damn. You a daddy now? I wanted you to impregnate this thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of them. <laughs> and I know a lot of them is saying that right now. So, you know what? Just shout out to Trey. Um, we had to start off on a on a high note. You know, we had to start to show off on a high note. Get a little funny in. Um, because, it, listen. Because it's about to get, the slope of, of high to low energy in this episode is about to go, it's about to go down real fast. Because like I told you, I have, I have things to call out. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm trying to get all the high energy out now, right? So then we can get into the nitty gritty in a minute. You understand what I'm saying? So let's get into Deontay Wilder. Uh, shout out to Deontay Wilder, bro. He just um, fought, uh, what's his name? Um, Dominic something uh can't pronounce it last name i will not try i i tried i felt like twice before i got on the mic I, i'm not gonna do it um shout out to him first of all for for trying you know he, he put up a, a a fight and i put that in quotations he put up a fight um deontay wilder destroyed him in the first round um i i i don't i don't I, who can beat this man um, I'm, I'm just saying this, first of all, Deontay Wilder looks scary and I'm not even saying he is scary. He looks scary. Okay. I'm not getting in the ring with that man. Did you see the right hand? He get? first of all, he, he made sure if you looked at his, at the, at the way he connected, he made sure that that left hand, that his left hand made sure that boy's right hand wasn't about to come nowhere near his face. So what he did was he automatically put his left hand, literally, you know, blocked old boy right hand and literally clocked him with his right. He had, it was like, it was so fast that he couldn't, he couldn't, he, he obviously he, he couldn't, he was KO. You know what I'm saying? Because it was so fast that, ah, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, we, everybody stood up like that. And that man was just like, yeah, you know what? It's over. It's over. How do you do that? You know what I'm saying? And, and honestly, this man is probably the, the... He's bringing back boxing. Deontay Wilder is bringing back the the social complex of boxing. Because honestly, we're living in... Like I said, and I keep saying this, we're living in a culture where you have to be doing something now, popping, in order for you to be popping. 
You understand what I'm saying? And I will always um, go back to the whole Monique um, Netflix, inter- you know, uh, thing. Ne- Monique had it. You know what I'm saying? She has the goods. She's a veteran. She's done movies, Academy Awards, been doing comedy, a legend in comedy. But in our culture right now, what they're paying you right now is for what you're doing right now. You understand what I'm saying? Deontay Wilder. Man, that man is a social revolution in the boxing world. Nobody was talking about boxing unless it was Floyd for real. Like, let's be clear. Nobody was really talking about boxing in, in, in the social realm other than Floyd Mayweather. Since Floyd has left, Deontay Wilder has literally taken that on his back and pushed the WBC forward, my dog. Like, to this day, that video, that video, to this day, Will always that that video may that video went viral and got so many memes and everything like this man, and then he backs up everything he says. You understand what I'm saying? Like he backs up everything he says. It's mad crazy. Listen, it's two fighters. It is is uh, what's her name? uh, Clarissa Shields, bro. Like these two people right here, uh, Deontay Wilder and uh, Clarissa Shields. And Clarissa Shields is from Flint. Shout out to her. Um, they are pushing the boxing, um, the boxing realm forward because nobody is literally looking at boxing for real. Like you have your boxing fans, yes, but nobody is really touching on boxing. Literally, Deontay Wilder. I think the live. I think it was a live stream. He had about almost seven million views for that fight. He knocked them out by the time before the first round even ended. One out of 12, and you got knocked out about less than a minute before the first round was over. Yikes. And then the boy, and then boy, Dominic got up acting like he was about to fight again. The ref said, nah, fam, you can't, can you even tell me what two plus one is? Boy probably said six. And he was like, nah, it's a wrap. Take him home. Take him home. You know, cause you know. I said, you heard the, you heard the punch. You heard the punch through the goddamn phone. Okay, I was, I watched the clip through the phone. You heard it, and I bet you if you was in the crowd, you heard it too. It probably was even louder right there. And I, when everybody heard it and stood up, they, they knew. He knew that it was a rap. I'm not fighting Deontay. That's a man you want on your side. You understand what I'm saying? Clarissa Shields too. She just beat old girl. I just seen her. I seen her video a couple weeks ago. She just beat um uh uh this uh this other woman to become the un uh, to become the unanimous uh basically you know unanimous uh women's world champion for boxing. What? And I mean she be whooping ass, whooping ass. Them are two people that you don't want to get on your bad side. Get them on their bad side. Like, I'm not trying. And then everybody was t- uh, tripping about Deontay when he was like, you know, basically you 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 can get killed in this sport. And I kill anybody that come, that come lay hands. Now, that was a little erratic, but he wasn't lying. Here's the thing. A lot of y'all don't understand truth, right? And I keep telling y'all the truth hurts when you don't want to hear it. You going into boxing, okay, UFC, whatever. You're going with the risk of dying. 
Let me say that one more time for a lot of you to understand and comprehend, right? Let's 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 make sure we're opening our ears and then comprehension, right? When you run the risk of going into boxing or any physical sport that deals with the head trauma, because literally you're not supposed to be getting hit in the head, right? You're not. But if you're going to go into that sport, like football, like um. Uh, shit, even soccer, because you get hit in the head, you can, you, hello, soccer, boxing, football, anything that does with the head, you have the risk. You are running the risk, whether boxing may be higher than football or soccer may be higher than boxing, whatever, you are still running the risk of literally dying. So no, it may, it may have been a little erratic <laughs> what he said, but he wasn't saying nothing that wasn't false. You come into this ring, you may die. <laughs> because my head, you're not supposed to get punched in the head. So if I punch you in the jaw, you may just lose consciousness. Okay? You run the risk of doing that. Not me. You decided to come. When we decided to come up in this ring, you knew what it was. I'm trying to KO you. Okay? Whatever that means. But like I said, you run the risk. Any physical context point, you run the risk. You knew what you were getting into. You knew what it was. When you decided, oh, I want to be a boxer, did you research? When you decided you want to be a football player, did you research? No, you didn't. So don't sit here and cry and sit here and woo-hoo. Deontay shouldn't have said it. No, he said what he said. And he was, it wasn't, and it wasn't no lie. It was facts. That's why people make so much, a big deal about shit, because they don't like facts. It's fucking facts. That's it. That's it. But shout out to Deontay Wilder and Carissa Shields, like, on some real shit. Deontay knocked that boy out. My God. Um, kids, let me talk to y'all, because I know y'all listen to. Um, let me, let me, let me just say this, Okay. I know we do a lot of things for for a buck, right? A lot of y'all, a lot of us sit here and, you know, I don't want to go into <laughs> But, you know, you, you listen, you do a lot of things for a buck, right? We, we've seen through, through, through our American history how, how, you know, just to get to a dollar, you would do basically anything. Here's, here's my thing, right? There's a video that I just posted um, about a couple of days ago. Of uh, black, I don't even want to call him a king because now he he because he's doing peasantry shit now. You understand what I'm saying? He's not even he's not doing kingdom. He he's he's not having kingdom qualities right now. He's doing peasantry shit. Um, so there was this video that was posted. Uh man, I don't. Mm. This video was basically this this black this young black teen young black. Can't even say king, um, but it's a young black man who was basically tell, in a song saying that white kids should say, should say nigga, right? Um, I'm trying to find the video so I can play it for y'all just a little, cause I'm I'm because it was it was just such a such ah ah here we go hold on here we go. Let the white kids say nigga. Let the white kids say nigga. 
Let the white kids say nigga. Let the white kids say nigga. They probably gon' say it anyway. They already say it every day. White girls ain't trippin', but white man be my nigga too. I don't fight hate with hate. Keep the hate out my face. People be so amazed by what I'm about to say. Okay, everybody is a nigga. White, black, yellow, brown. Really, skin color don't matter. You can still be dead. White girls ain't. All right, so that was just a snippet of um, it, it, he's a North Carolina artist, um, and the song is entitled "Let the White Kids Say Nigga." Okay, I'm gonna spend hopefully about five minutes on this. Hopefully, I can 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 kill this in five minutes. Um, here's the thing, brother. Um, obviously, you are not educated on America's history which America's history is also black history. So you're not educated on black history. Um, you're not educated on why white people are not supposed to say nigga. Um, they don't have the luxury nor the courtesy because they the, the word nigga is, is derived from the word nigger. Now, I believe that you would be the same person that if a white person came up to you and said the word nigga or nigger that you wouldn't sit here and write this song. But you know, I could be wrong. I'm the opinionated brother, right? So, in a sense, what you're saying is that it's okay for us to not educate the youth right now, right? I'm talking to you, North Carolina artists, right? What you're saying is all white kids can say nigga, right? So what you're saying is we shouldn't educate our kids on why they shouldn't say this word. All you're doing is literally helping the white man. You know what I'm saying? Helping a structural, an already structured system of uneducation that continues to keep pushing forward. You're, you're adding to that. Because obviously you're not educated and obviously you don't want others to be educated because you're saying, you're literally sitting here saying, let the white kids say nigga. Here's my thing, right? White people do have nigga tendencies. Y'all do nigga shit sometimes. You don't have the luxury of saying nigga though. Okay? Don't, uh, at least don't say it in my face because I'm going to check you. You understand what I'm saying? Now, if somebody checks you Cause I, I literally, I, I me and my, um, me and Chantel had to check somebody um, about saying nigga uh, um, at one of our friends' houses, and the crazy thing is, it went so well, and I had to tell him. I said, first of all, let me let me just say thank you because there's not a lot of white people who will be reciproc, um, uh, are reciproc, you know, re- good at receiving um, great criticism on why you shouldn't say it. You know what I'm saying? Or if you do say it, just don't say it in front of me, right? Because you have those black people, and he must be one of them, that will allow their white friends to say nigga. Just don't say it around me. To each his own. Different strokes for different folks. However, you continue to sit here and we'll do that. We will continue to continue uh, continue to perpetuate the hate that is still in our country. Hence, the word nigga. Okay? Now, there's been a lot of controversial back and forth from the word nigga as in general okay however nigga let me say this now is a black american term it is for the black people okay it is for black people it is for my caribbeans it is for my africans 
of all colors, shapes, and sizes, okay? It is for all my black Americans, all my brothers and sisters out of there, okay? Because that is our word, all right? So for those who continue to say, why can't I sit here and say nigga in a song while Kendrick Lamar is singing or J. Cole is singing? Because you don't have the luxury, Okay, you don't. So bleep it out just like you would a cuss word. Okay, because if I hear it, I'm snapping on you. And it's not even going to be a snap. I'm going to give you a corporate cuss out. You understand what I'm saying? That's just what it's going to be. Because we're not going to continue to have this conversation in 2019. Why you cannot say the word. And why we are not continuing to educate ourselves on why we can't say words like nigga. You understand what I'm saying? I did a whole episode. I think I, I talked about this a couple episodes back. There are words in different communities now because we are understand that we are diverse as shit. So there are different words in our communities now. LGBT, black Latino, uh, I'm sorry, Hispanic communities that we just don't say because they are disrespectful and demeaning to the culture, their culture. You ain't got to like it, but you're going to understand it and you're going to respect it. So I'm going to just leave that there. Okay. Um, now, let's let's get into it because y'all already know we about to we about to get into it. Um, so. Let me just first say, uh, rest, um, say rest in peace to this young, young, young queen, um, Mahalia Davis. Um, this young queen was and is still, I don't even know if I want to say rest in peace. Uh, let me take that back. Because I hope she, uh, hopefully she's still living. Because from what the story is about Miss Mahalia Davis, she is from Missouri City, Missouri, I believe. Um, and she is still missing. So I want to take that back. I want to retract that and say, don't rest, not rest in peace. Lord, not. But the way this story is going, um, it's been two weeks, um, since she's been missing and it's, it's, it's very sickening because they haven't found a suspect. Um, people are, uh, blaming the mother. For the missing, um, for the missing child, um, basically saying that you know you're a murderer, you didn't watch after your child, and everything like that. And um, if you read the story about how or what happened with Mahalia, um, it, it it could kind of you know get you kind of twisted in a way. You know, you know how a lot of news reporting um, stations love to sit here, and when they put out their press release, they love to sit here and you know, switch the wording and everything. So um, just like a lot of stories nowadays, I, I, I try not to, you know, especially when it comes to this, try not to sit here and explain the story. I would rather y'all go read it um, because it's just so all over the place. And, you know, this is this is a, a, a young 13, um, young 10 to 13 year old girl who is missing. You understand what I'm saying? Like, this baby is missing. This is a baby. This is a kid. This is a child. She's missing. You understand what I'm saying? And um, at this point, the, the, the anger and the hate and the 
um, disrespect that all that energy that you're giving to her mom, it should be going to find this child. You understand what I'm saying? Like, yes, whatever the mom did, didn't do, that's on her. She has to live with that and, 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 and accept that and understand that. And it's going to take time. But right now, what the main focus is, is to find these babies. We just had an Amber Alert, I believe not too, uh, not a couple days ago here in, uh, in, uh, in Grand Rapids about somebody taking their child and missing too. Hopefully they're still, um, um, they've gotten found and everything. We're, we're, we're taking our babies. You understand what I'm saying? We're, we're taking our babies where? We're not deserving of these babies. We are not. Like, here's the thing. There's a lot of, and, and, and I think I say rest in peace because you all, because it's, it, it is, it's so bad because you continuously hear every time that a child is dying because, oh, they, a body is in the river or they got shot because a gunman went into a damn school and didn't, and, and acted stupid and killed like 14, 15 children. I'm, it, it's tiresome. We're not deserving of these kids. They're not even hitting puberty. These kids are not even hitting puberty yet. Are y'all comprehending what I'm saying? Like, yo. And I know I tell my, and I told my mama last week, worry less. But I already know she worries a lot more. Because of continuous stories like these. And it just and it and it may not be your child, but still just thinking about it. You understand what I'm saying? Because our our, our country is crazy as fuck. <laughs> it is. There are some parts of our country that are beautiful that are I don't I don't think we understand the 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 significance of this. This is this is this right here is is not just your child, right? Because this could have been your child. This could have been your child, and it's so sickening to me. It's so sickening, and, and, and people ask me, Devontae, why you get so you, you know so worked up over this? Is because I have I have people who have children. I will be an uncle soon. You understand what I'm saying? Like, dude, I'm, I'm, these are things that I'm thinking about because my, these kids are not even hitting 10. I would love for somebody to do a study in the next like two or three years um, just to see all, all uh, just to see the lifespan so far of the next generation after us and just to see how uh, how long right maybe just just a just a study because right now i'm just it, it, it's sick you understand what i'm saying and i like to find the balance right so i always try to find good positive stuff and always trying to find what the hell is going on on the crazy side right of our country and it's always something about missing or death and it's and it's most of the time a kid or a black woman. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't even trying to be funny, but it's real. And we have to get, we got to do better. We got to do better. If that means bringing back the street lights, 
Nigga, bring back the street lights. And what I mean by this is, literally, it was a time and a place. It was a time and a moment, I'm sorry, where in the black community mostly, you had to be in by the street lights. So if that street light was out before your ass stepped one foot in the door, your ass was getting that ass whooping, okay? That's how worried our parents were, our grandparents were. You understand what I'm saying? Because they lived it. They lived it. And this is why I say, I would continuously say, we as young black Americans, black Americans, period, we have a lot more privilege than we did 50, 60, 70, 80 years ago. But I think a lot of the things that were implemented into our community, we don't need to lose those. And I think one of those is bringing your ass in the sh- when the streetlights come on. Because at this point, our babies are dying quicker than we are even putting on our draws, fam. And it's sick. They're missing. They're dying. Black, white, Hispanic, don't matter. They're dying. Death ain't got nothing to do with race, fam. I mean, it does. But (laughs) in a sense, right? Death don't got a color, fam. Death is death. A bullet will take you. (laughs) A bullet don't matter. A bullet will take you. A bullet don't care about your nationality. A bullet don't care about somebody. It don't matter. Kill that noise. Kill that shit, fam. It's just too much. We 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 doing too much. Um, so I just I just hope that Mahalia Davis does get found. Um all, and like I said, all the backlash that is going into her mother, whether she whether she fucked up or not, that is on her. She has to live with that. Take all that energy that y'all are giving to her, calling her a murderer and all of that shit. Take that energy, all of that, and go go try to find this baby. Okay? Thank you. Appreciate you. Um, so let's talk about Roman noodles. Or I'm sorry, ramen noodles. Uh, so now I don't listen. <laughs> I've I, I've ate ramen noodles for, oh my lord, I'm gonna say about 10, 12 years, twelve years, ate it for about twelve years, from about from about ten to about twenty 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 two, right? About twenty two. That's twenty two is when I stopped eating them for real, and honestly, I ate. Roman noodles or ramen noodles, um, they were good back then. You know, when I was younger, uh, we used to uh, take the um, the ramen. My auntie would have a um, she would have a jar of like it, it was a spicy jar of um, it was a jar of uh, shit jalapenos, different different jalapenos um, of, of 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 a different spice level, right? And she kept them in a jar. And when me and my cousins would make ramen noodles, we would not only put uh, ramen noodles, I'm sorry, we would not only put hot sauce on the ramen, but also put the juice because the juice 
had all those spices in there, right? So I used to love Rome, uh, Roman. Fuck it, y'all know sometimes I'm not politically correct, so I don't give a fuck. Um, uh, Roman noodles. So literally, the fact that I seen ramen noodles literally uh, fix a bullet hole in a car and a broken sink. Um, <laughs> y'all, we gotta watch what we eat. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I'm some real shit. Like, I'm not trying to be funny, funny, but I'm being funny, but I'm some real shit. We gotta watch what we eat. We eating shit that can fix shit. But also, but on the other hand, low key, if you ain't got the, the necessary tools and you got a pack of Roman noodles at the crib, chicken flavor, oh man. What? It was a whole tutorial video on how you literally, the man put the Roman in the, ramen in, in the little hole. You know where the um where the uh uh where the sink was broken, right? And then in the little hole where the bullet hole was, scraped it off, sanded down, whoa, 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 you know what I'm saying? Whoa, 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 whoa. Sprayed it, you know what I'm saying, you know, softened it up, you know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all sprayed it bruh. Looked like a whole new sink and a whole new car. Didn't even look like a bullet hole. I said, What? We've been, we've been, we, and I know it's a lot of us that probably is sitting on some ramen right now or, or eating some ramen right now, slurping some ramen right now. That's literally sitting here like, so I can literally use this pack to fix some shit. Absolutely. Do it DIY ramen. You know what I'm saying? That's dope as hell. Um, but yeah, y'all, let's just watch what we eat. (laughs) Let's let's just watch what we eat. You know what I'm saying? Because that shit crazy. Let's just let's just make sure we watch what we eat. Because at this point, if ramen can fix anything, I wonder what Burger King and and uh, McDonald's and all the fast food joints can do with this motherfucker. Problem. Hey, I wouldn't be I low key. Um, there was a study, and we and we just about to get into this. There was a study. There was a story. Right, I don't, I, I, and and this story looked false, but I wanted to play around with it just because. Um, McDonald's said, or McDonald's, there was allegedly, allegedly, McDonald's can cure your baldness. Wait a minute, y'all, hold up. So, see, listen. Now we got first, we got ramen, right? Fixing shit. Okay. Now we got. McDonald's curing baldness. Oh, come on now. Come on. The fries that can be burnt like a blunt can be cured. Or, I'm sorry, can cure your hair. Okay? Listen. Rogaine, uh, just for men. Uh, All of y'all, y'all better watch out. McDonald's coming for your head. (laughs) If y'all really believe that, Y'all are really wild. And and it would be crazy if a lot of y'all really take what I say for real and go get a lot of fries and start eating them. First of all, don't do that. I don't I don't recommend that. Don't get don't start don't get a large don't get about three large fries and start eating. You will have a heart attack. Okay? A whole one. Not a half of one, a whole one. Don't don't do it. I was I was playing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it was a, it was a joke, guys. Like don't do that. Don't do that. But I just wanted to play around with that story because that was a that was a funny story. But yeah, uh, we we see that food is trying to make 
listen, you can fix a lot of food. I feel like DIY um, is really coming into effect. Do it yourself. You find. Listen, I know as 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 a as a young black man living in the hood, I knew how to get stuff done with the stuff that we had. Okay, if your grandma or your mama had a had a um, had those Dutch those Dutchess uh, cookie container with all the knickknacks and patty wax in there. You knew what to do. You knew how to sew without a sewing machine. You knew how to, uh, uh, what else? You knew how to fix shit without the necessary tools. It'll hold up. And it held up, too, until we got the necessary tools. I'm just saying. You know how to hustle. You know how to get shit done. You know how to fix shit without actually fixing shit. Hmm, there you go. Um, so let's talk about it, y'all. Let's talk about it, because I know a lot of y'all have been waiting for me to talk about this. Let's talk about this damn abortion conundrum that is going on in our country. So right now, Alabama has the strictest, strictest abortion law in our nation. Um, and it's six states that are behind them. Michigan is is is, is one of them that's trying to implement some 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 restrictions to abortions as well um and what I, what i'm just laughing about is the fact that we as men think that it is okay to tell women what to what the fuck to do with their bodies when they birth us right like here's the thing the governor of, of of Alabama signed this law right now now mind you there has been uh, um now the six the other six states are are planning to put this in 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 motion right and i guess Alabama had to be the one because Alabama is that segregated you know that segregated city the home of hotbed racism you understand me gentrification sexism all of that period the hotbed for it all. You understand what I'm saying? This old hag signed this bill into order. And I remember somebody tweeting saying, like, why is your old shriveled up coochie literally telling me what to do <laughs> with mine? Like, go sit down somewhere. And that's so true, though. You understand what I'm saying? Here's the thing with, with a lot of these bills or this bill in general, what it's saying to the whole community in my view. Right, and like I said, I could be wrong. I'm the opinionated brother. Here's the thing. I really believe that what you are doing, what this country is doing in 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 the form of these abortion um in the form of these abortion restrictions and abortion laws and trying to sign and signing these laws into effect is you are telling you are telling these women, you are telling these queens, you are telling these young um, girls, you are telling women across our nation that it is okay for us as men to literally fondle, rape, and do whatever we want to do to them sexually. And they have to have this baby. Period. Period. That is what you're saying right now. That is what you're signing. Who the fuck? And then in Alabama, it was 25 white men that signed with her. Hold on. These are old caucuses, okay? These are old white men of the caucuses race, okay? Up, up top, caucuses mountain, okay? 
and you decide that you, you, here's, here's my thing, fam. If the big OG decided to switch, switch the roles and have men give birth, do you think, I'm just saying, hold up now. Do you think we would be this, this, do you think y'all would be this, um, foregoing to sign a bill about abortion? No, because I would, I would perceive that by the time a man finds out that he's pregnant, the next day he's getting the abortion. Don't fucking play with me. This, this bill is ridiculous. Now, what I will say, okay, to all the women and men popping pussy and popping dick, acting like, you know, this bill is just so outrageous and everything like that. While y'all continue to get abortions and shit like that, because you knew what you were doing, this ain't for you. You need to stop popping your pussy everywhere and stop getting abortions because that fuck up your body. Because you knew what you were doing. You knew what it was. Okay? Like I said, I'm talking to the ones who know what they're doing. A lot of us have comprehension and want to act stupid. I ain't here for it. And if y'all want to sit here and cancel me, cancel me. I don't give a fuck. Because I'm going to tell it what's real. Because you're making it hard out here for women who are really getting raped, sexually assaulted. And I will continue to say this. You are making it hard for those. When you see here, oh my, you, this abortion. No, because you only want you only want to stop this abortion bill because you can you won't you really won't continue to pop your pussy, or you really won't continue to continue to put your dick in all in everything. Y'all can go sit the fuck down. I'm talking to the women who really are literally just trying to live their best life, and a man and men continue to sit here and stomp on. And stomp on their rights. Stomp on. Who the fuck are we? Like, let's let's be clear. Who the fuck are we to even decide? And you thought a woman signing the bill was going to be better? Bitch. (laughs) This woman shriveled up. She about to die after she signed the bill. So you decide, you thought that shit was sweet? No, that shit wasn't sweet. That shit was ugly and disgusting as fuck. And it sh- and, and 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 this is another indication of our country literally trying not to forego the fact that in about forty no I'm sorry twenty years black and brown bodies will literally. And I'm not trying to say this in a sense of, oh, we're going to outpopulate you, but we're going to outpopulate you in the next 20 to 30 years. And that's real. You're trying to stop what? The overpopulation or the underpopulation of the Caucasus race. Here's the thing. I've always said that there are white people and white folk or people that are white and white folk. Okay. Okay. And what happened here is white folk decided that they wanted to use their privilege to continue structural power. And you wonder why. And you wonder why so many people come for your head. You wonder why. You wonder why. 
So to all my Caucasus white women, my Caucasus queens, okay? This is for you too. This is not just for black women or or Hispanic women. This is not for them. This is not for black and brown queens. This is not for just them. No, this is for you too. Okay? And and the states that do this are red states. I live in one. These are red states that's doing this that don't give a fuck about anything. They only see one thing. Capitalism and money. Well, I'm sorry, two things. Capitalism and money. Oh, capitalism, because money comes with that. So there you go, capitalism. And the, and, and, and the advancement of the white race. Period. And that's fact. So the fact that you have the the gall and the nerve to sit here and tell a woman that she cannot get an abortion, even when she probably needs one, because women have, first of all, women give birth to babies, pause. Women give birth to babies. Pause. Women breathe life into others. Pause. So who the fuck are we to even sit here and even sign or try to even implement anything that will tell a woman she cannot do what but we may not like it we may not agree with it but god damn it there is a lot of things that as a man i don't agree nor like that we do as men and y'all know i say it so who the and we and y'all and we still do it anyway so at this point here's my thing i think the og needs to reverse you know the men and women cycles you know what I'm saying? I think some people need to be put in some people. I think uh, these 25 white men, all Caucasus men, all men, period, need to be put in women's shoes. I say that when, I, I say that men need to be put in a woman's shoes for about 30 days just to see what the fuck is going on. You understand what I'm saying? No, for real. I do it. You understand what I'm saying? Because I... Listen, as y'all know, I love my queens. And the fact that we as men continue to, to sit here and and disrespect the ones who birth us, the ones who breathe like like, like men, who who do you think birthed y'all? It wasn't your motherfucking father. You understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he you swam. <laughs> out of all, out of a hundred million sperms, you were the one. But my nigga, that's it. That's all we got. We got the sperm. And laws, women can go get that from any anywhere. They don't need a nigga. They don't need a man. They don't need us. Hell, they can go to the sperm bank. Hell, they can do what Mary did. Come on, now, nah, what? Like I don't, I don't get, I don't get it. 
I don't get it. And see, honestly, I was gonna give the Alabama um I was gonna give the Alabama girl uh oh I actually did. I gave her the biggest loser of the week. Because the Alabama Senate and the Alabama governor acted unreasonable. And y'all just decided that y'all wanted to sign a bill that literally puts um restrictions on the doctors. Literally, if they perform an abortion, it's up to 99 years in prison. Y'all, 99. 99 years. So, I say this all to say. And take this how you want to take it. If you're, if those 25 men and all the men in the red states, if you're women, and I, and I, and I, and I beg this question, and I, period. If you're women, your children, your daughters got raped. I just answered my own question in my head, honestly. Because honestly, y'all would have a form of abortion for you guys, you know, for the 1%. You know what I'm saying? Y'all would have a form of abort, uh, you know, underground abortion somewhere. You understand what I'm saying? You know, y'all can hide it really good because y'all know y'all, y'all, all of y'all files and all of y'all shits has been shredded and everything like that. Blah blah blah, whatever. Here's the thing, though, fam. Karma is a bitch. I believe in karma. Karma is a hoe. And karma come back to bite people in the ass, whether it's in front of the camera or behind the camera. It, 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 whether it's in public or in private, karma comes back to bite that ass. And I really believe that karma will come to bite that ass. It may not come today. It may not come in two weeks. It may not come in two months or two years. But it's going to come. Karma is going to come bite that ass in the ass. Okay? Because <laughs> it's just too much. This is way, way too much. And And... The fact that these 25 white men and these six and these seven red states are really just trying to and did already sign bills into law to restrict women from doing something that they may need to do. They may not want to do, but even still need to do. You understand what I'm saying? I've been through the abortion process. It's not something that is not fun. All right, it's not fun. My ex had one. It's not fun. It is not fun. It's not the. It is not. It's not the. No, it's not something to be cracked up about. You understand what I'm saying? But at the same time, what you will not do is tell me that oh she can't get an abortion because she got raped. What? First of all, you're not even caring about the children. You're not caring about your daughters. You're not caring about your sisters. Hell, you're not caring about your moms. You're not caring. You're just not caring. So to all the wives, the daughters, the sisters, the aunts, the aunties of these men that continue to sign these bills and continue to say what the fuck they're saying, if you don't step up and say something to their faces, you're just as wrong. You're just as guilty. You support it, you're just as guilty. You're just like the governor of Alabama, shriveled up, dry as hell, trying to tell another woman what the hell to do with her coochie. Just saying. I'm sorry, vagina. Excuse my language. (laughs) Um, Our MVP of the week, though, is Bill Nye. Let's talk about Bill Nye real quick. Bill Nye, the science guy. Okay, now Bill Nye, the science guy. If y'all remember, Bill, 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 Bill. 
Bill Nye the Science Guy. Bill, 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 Bill. Listen, Bill Nye the Science Guy was everybody's like science teacher, professor for like at least 10 years. I think he was on for like 10 years, man. That man was that man was the shit. You understand what I'm saying? But Bill Nye decided to flip the script on a lot of us. And he gets the MVP of the week because he was talking about um climate climate change and um uh, global warming and everything and this was not the bill now that a lot of people uh uh remember um bill now snapped on all of us and rightfully so um he did not come to play with you hoes he came to talk to you hoes and tell y'all that our planet is about to fucking combust, <laughs> okay? He ain't playing with you. He's not. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it, it, and, and, and the thing was about Bill Nye is Bill Nye was always like the dude. He, he was like your old uncle, you know, that come with the facts and everything. Like, you know, he come to the cookout and he got the facts and, you know, he making sure that you are all right, you know, making sure that he telling you about the... Um, uh, educating you on, on a specific topic when in, in the case of Bill Nye, he, he, he's educating, educating you on, um, on the, uh, on, on, on global warming and shit. So let me, let me just, uh, find a video real quick. Uh, let me see if I can find hey guys, it. Let me let you know that Bill Nye, this nope, that's not what I wanted to find. Uh, hold on. Let me find this. Let me find this. Let me find it. Here we go. Here, I, I've got an experiment for you. Safety glasses on. By the end of this century, if emissions keep rising, the average temperature on Earth could go up another four to eight degrees. What I'm saying is the planet's on fucking fire. There are a lot of things we could do to put it out. Are any of them free? No, of course not. Nothing's free, you idiots. Grow the fuck up. You're not children anymore. I didn't mind explaining photosynthesis to you when you were 12. But you're adults now, and this is an actual crisis. Got it? Safety glasses off, motherfuckers. Safety glasses off, motherfuckers. Bill Nye's tired of y'all. <laughs> he tired of us, damn it. We ain't 12 no more. All right? And like he said, if the heat emissions continue to rise, because I love watching Blue Planet and Our Planet on Netflix and National uh, National Geographic, that's one thing that y'all don't know about me is that I love to watch nature videos and nature shows and things about the wild and animals and shit like that, um, that our planet will die. Our planet will burn. Our planet will combust. And I think, all of, I think that the higher powers that be know this continuously will not do anything about it. However, Bill and I will get my MVP of the week because literally that was one of the most creative um, videos and like comebacks that I've, that I've seen so far. That was, that was dope as shit. Um, because honestly, whoever watched Bill, you, you were probably one, uh, you were my age and Bill saying what he said now literally you know represents our culture and our age we're not 12 no more he didn't have a problem telling us about photosynthesis but now we 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 done grown we, a lot of us have gotten degrees a lot a lot of us got education we know what's up so we either either gonna step the fuck up or we just gonna die with the goddamn planet you understand what i'm saying so yikes 
You know what I'm saying? We're not trying to listen. We're not trying to blow up like uh, Krypton, right? Let's not do that. You know what I'm saying? Let's not have that. Let's not have you know big ass uh, 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 molten lava uh, spews coming up the goddamn road and shit or the ground or some shit. And you know we just go. You know what I'm saying? So let's let's try to fix our planet. Let's try to love more on our planet. Okay. You know it does it does give us a it, it does give us life. You know, so let's let's just love on our planet. Uh, and then let's talk about Steve Harvey before we go to break. Um, <laughs> Steve, Steve Harvey. Um, yikes. Um, now, before I get into this, I just want to say I do have high respect and love for Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey is dope as fuck. He's um, I've watched everything about probably watched the Steve Harvey show, maybe like five times every every season like for real um but steve harvey just um recently lost his job both his jobs um he was uh, the host of little big shots and then he just lost his um uh his 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 uh tv show steve um uh, from nbc uh so what had happened was right so this man decided that he wanted to go a different route um before he actually got fired and everything he he decided that he wanted to go a different route and with with NBC not not so much as saying like I'm I'm choosing a different network but Steve decided that he wanted to take more creative control over his um over his show right so um as y'all knew before Steve Harvey it was called the Steve Harvey show uh, about you know about 5 years ago and the Steve Steve Harvey um, actually had was a very very popular show. It's still popular. Um, it held the number four slot in daytime television. You know what I'm saying? He was getting he was racking up two two point five million views. You know every show. So this man this man is racking him up. You know you 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 number four in in daytime TV. You know what I'm saying? Probably only behind the View, uh, like Wendy Williams and a and I think one other. You know what I'm saying? So um, you win there you know, like, like swimwear. So, um, so in, in the revamping of, you know, his show, Steve to Steve, he, he decided to sign a a contract with IMG and giving him creative control and, um, really snatching the, the paper out of NBC's hand. Right now, remind you, uh, let me remind you that when Monique was on the show, and him and her and Steve, you know, got into it. And if you don't remember the story, uh, Monique was on stage at a comedy uh, at her comedy special, and she was talking about you know Lee Daniels, Steve Harvey, uh, Oprah Winfrey, Tyler Perry, and how or not not Steven. That's I'm sorry in in that special, but um, she was talking about Lee Daniels, Tyler Perry, and Oprah, and how they blackballed her. And how, you know, they just, uh, they just did her wrong. They did her both. And they weren't taking up for her, you know, and they are supposedly, quote unquote, the, the, the black powers that be in Hollywood. So, uh, when it came to the show with Steve and Monique, I think a lot of people saw that, you know, Monique was basically telling him, which was very factual, um, we've lost the integrity game focusing on the money. And when you and he was like, I can't sit here and, you know, we we black out here. 
You know what I'm saying? We can't we can't move like everybody else move. And to me, you know, to a lot of us, that just spelled like a slavery mentality. You know what I'm saying? Um, that you can't move the way you move. Like I keep saying, I think we are the first um, generation where we can heal, where we can sit here and be able to move happily. Yeah, we can't. Um, you maybe can't move the way you're moving because you're stuck in a contract and you're stuck with, you know, major, major white people, you know, holding your show. But I think um, we're in a place where we have to understand our, our privilege. You understand what I'm saying? Our black privilege. So um, what Monique was saying was basically like we lost our integrity. You understand what I'm saying? Y'all got big and y'all didn't want to help your fellow sister, basically. And now Steve has lost both his uh, his TV jobs and um it's, it's kind of ironic how this how karma hit full circle um what I will say is this is I'm, I'm not I'm not putting any I'm not trying to you know tell people to don't watch Steve no watch Steve but here's the bigger picture here's the here's the bigger problem um we need to do better as as a black community to support each other whether it's going to hinder you for supporting your sister or whether it's going uh, whether it's going to hinder you or not for supporting your fellow sister or brother. You understand what I'm saying? Because we don't need continuous stuff like this. And it would have been very crazy. It would have been I don't want to even say crazy. It would have been very um uh how would it normal quote unquote if Monique would have got on her YouTube channel and literally shaded uh Steve and and celebrated like a lot of people did celebrated his his um uh and glorifying his 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 quote unquote demise right but in a sense monique was saying no we celebrate our demise too much in the black community and that's why people will sit here and continuously revert back to well the black community don't support each other because we don't in this sense we don't it's not the sense of sitting and and the fact that she she came with so much grace, poise, and and forgiveness because she already said she forgave them. We're celebrating their faults and failures, right? Why are we celebrating faults and failures? Well, we gotta break that generational curse. You failed. That's okay. You lost. That's okay. Right? That is okay. Keep grinding. Right, Steve is about. To, he said he about to come out with a new Facebook show. He about to turn face. You know, listen. It, karma is a bitch, right? And it's a learning lesson. You know what I'm saying? We have to have a learning, right? We have to learn from what what what, what we have to take away. You know what we learn from this. And I think the ultimate lesson here is really understand who's in your corner. Money is not always in your corner, but your sister. The people around you, those people will always be in your car. And literally, literally, Monique was just trying to say, like, Steve, what you did was wrong, but I'm always be in your corner. And that's what happened. She was in his corner. This man lost two big jobs. That man, now nah, that man's still on Family Feud, but that man lost two big jobs. I was bringing in heli cash flow. You understand what I'm saying? But we need not to celebrate our brother's faults. Or our, or our brother's losses. And that's another, th- and that's the biggest thing. We need not to celebrate our losses. 
Stop celebrating in somebody else's demise or failure. Because when you celebrate in somebody else's demise and failure, it only it, it's not going to be good for you. You understand what I'm saying? You laughing and ha, 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 and key, key, key. But what are you doing? Sitting on your motherfucking couch with a stain on your goddamn shirt, looking at the motherfucking TV, doing nothing. While you're sitting here laughing. Continuously doing shit. Get your ass up. Because obviously somebody else, because obviously Steve is, obviously the nigga that you laughing at is, obviously the woman you laughing at is. Because when you fail, you have the ability to now sit here and start over and grind more. When you hit bottom, where is it only going to go? Up. You're only going to go to the motherfucking top. Yeah, you're going to hit a lot of snags on the road at the top or trying to get there. But that's okay. You keep grinding. And we as black people have to stop celebrating our our brothers and sisters demises and celebrate them in a way where we're like you know what it's okay bro it's okay sis keep going you gotta it's something come it's a bigger blessing coming your way and i see a lot of us trying to change the narrative and then i see a lot of us a lot a lot of us still trying to keep the same narrative going kill that noise kill that shit kill it um, so we're going to come back. We're going to take a five minute break and we'll be back, you know what I'm saying, with the opinionated topic of the week because I told y'all I got some stuff to say. So we'll be back and with this is the opinionated brother podcast with your boy Devontae, episode 81, and we will be back. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back to the opinionated brother podcast with your boy Devontae, episode 81. We are back. We are back. I just got a story before we get into the, uh, the, the opinionated topic of the week. Just got a story, man. Um, shout out to um, let me let me make sure I get his name. Uh, his name is um, I want to make sure I want I want to get his name because this this was this was a story that just came through my feed and it was very very um, prolific. Uh, billionaire Robert F. Smith, who received an honorary doctorate at Morehouse College. Um, uh, Sunday morning, uh, this today in real time, right? Um, now he already established that he was giving $1.5 million to the school, um, and and Morehouse was going to use it for, um, building a new park and for scholarships and bringing new scholarships to the school. However, this man took it a whole nother way and, and, and just made it to where I now see him as true goals do you understand what i'm saying this man promised to pay off the whole class of 2019's student loan debt hear me okay student loan debt the whole class of 2019 400 students that was an estimated 40 million dollars he said cash out and go and, and 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 go make it that is putting that right there in an example. That is an example of making sure the black community flourishes. People, what? Who? Even if it's one person, that's how you book 400 people. Shit, I hope he come to Grand Valley. God damn. 
Woo! But shout out to him and to everybody that graduated from Morehouse today. That is dope as shit. That's just too dope. Okay, so let's get into the opinion topic of the week. Now, like I said, I got, I, I got a little stuff to get off my chest. I got time today. You understand what I'm saying? I, I said I had time today. You know, I got time to talk. You understand what I'm saying? And here's the thing. Like I said in the first half, I want to I wanna discuss the essence of being too goddamn busy. Right? Um, here's the thing. Over this week, um, or over the past couple months, um, I've been very, I've been very much elevating my my brand, my business, my company, um, in every way, shape, and form. I I I, I put on my, my my social media that I really appreciate the little things, and and I tell people that you really should appreciate the little things. It's the grunt work that you do behind the scenes. With with only you and, and the big OG upstairs, literally God literally sitting here telling you, all right, you know what, you do this, 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 and that. And sometimes you may not want to do it, but it's for your own benefit. Like I said, nobody's going to understand that un, that that dream, that passion, how much you putting into your work other than you and God. You understand? Like people can see it and say, man, you've been grinding, can see you go from here to here and see that guy, damn, that's quick. You you know, you, you done did it. You know what I'm saying? Like people can see you. And, and 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 get in that mode. However, um, the only people to see that or to understand your groundwork, like I said before, is only you and God. So here's the thing: um, I want to get into this topic of being too busy because um, over this, I'm 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 over helping people or showcasing those who have a lack of uh, communication, awareness, and comprehension, okay? Here's the thing for me. When you sit here and you tell me that you are busy and you're too busy to do something that we have already established, that I made sure, because I'm, I'm so over, I don't want to say overprotective, but I'm, I, I, I've become a lot more aware of how I of how I should, of how I move when I sit here and I want a potential person to potentially come on the show or potentially get showcased on my blog or my website, whatever, right? I always have that intention. You understand what I'm saying? To make sure that my end, that my, the, 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 the communication on my end is already covered. You understand what I'm saying? So mind you, my phone is off, right? And for those who don't understand that, that means the bill is not paid. That means I don't have service. That means if you text me from my iPhone, that won't come in until I get into some Wi-Fi. And let me just say now that I have had more juice, a lot more juice, with my phone being off than with my phone being on. I'm just trying to tell y'all, my listen, life has been a, a very, very good with my phone being off, okay? I'm not tripping. As long as I can get in contact with my mom, my grandma, and my friends, I am good. Anybody that need me, hit me up through email, hit me up through social media platforms. I don't mind because I'm real. You understand what I'm saying, right? So in that sense, I always, even with my phone being off, I even double make sure that my communication is on point, right? So for me, if I, if I make sure on my end that my communication is on point, there is no reason 
that you should sit here and give me any excuse the day of, the day before on why you can't make a deadline or why you can't make the show or anything like that unless something big, 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 big has come the fuck up. And from my experience so far, I've been getting flaked like a motherfucker. You understand what I'm saying? It's been flaky. <laughs> Niggas are a lot of flaky. And what the, what I what I see is that a, nigga, a lot of y'all are very much, quote unquote, too fucking busy. Now, here's the thing. I don't know if y'all are social media busy or y'all really are busy because the thing about it is y'all can sit here and go get some motherfucking food. Y'all can sit here and be on Snapchat. Y'all can sit here and be on fucking Twitter, Facebook, sit here and watch a movie and then have the obliviated God to sit here and tell me, oh, or tell somebody else or tell somebody that you are willing to do a project or an assignment or come in for something that you really don't want to do, Right? Here's the motherfucking thing that I that that I would like, right? As a communication scholar, as somebody who's getting his master's next year, I'm always checking your communication. I'm always. So for me, I'm gonna hit you up in the DMs and ask you, hey, do you wanna come on a show? Do you wanna get showcased? Do you wanna be on this topic? Do you wanna come and uh, work with me? Do you wanna collab? What's up? Do you wanna do this? You say yes to me? Okay. All right. I'm holding you to it. You understand what I'm saying? Because if you don't want to sit here and hurt my feelings, famo, my feelings will be just fine if you sit here and you tell me no. That is the motherfucking problem. A lot of y'all do not know how to say no to people. Y'all don't y'all can say no to me. I would rather you say no and tell me we can get together at a later date. I will keep that respect level than to sit here and string me along into the day of or the day before. And sit here and tell me you're too busy or you can't do it or you listen, you should have said that two weeks or a week or three weeks beforehand. You understand what I'm saying? I all listen. I try to give applicable amount of time because I know everybody is busy. You understand what I'm saying? I, I know everybody is on a schedule. I know that everybody doesn't want to be um, on a podcast. I know everybody doesn't want to be on a blog. So first of all, I give you applicable amount of time to answer the question, whether you want to sit here and do it or not, right? I give you that applicable amount of time. Here's the thing. A lot of y'all sit here and y'all tell me that y'all want to do shit with me. And y'all get and, and, and y'all wait and flake and then expect me to what? Call y'all and tell y'all and, and, and be all humble about it next and, and be humble about it? No, I have a platform. I'm going to talk about this shit <laughs> because I know on my end, everything has been squared away, cued and, and, and sealed, signed, sealed and delivered. Y'all are not that goddamn busy. Let me let me make that clear to you right now. Let me let me say that again so that everybody can hear me. You're not that goddamn busy. And I'm talking to everybody. Okay? For those who sit here and say, "Oh, well, I just have so much going on and everything like that." Yeah, we all do. You ain't that goddamn busy. How you going to feel when you get to a job and there's a deadline and you don't hit it? You think they they just going to let you stay there? Nah, fam, they're going to find the next nigga who, who can do the deadline by four and get your ass out of there. I don't get it. 
don't get like I had to ask, is communication still a thing? It's not even comprehension to me anymore. Is communication still a thing? Because if I hit you with a professional email, if I sit here and, and, and hit you with reminders, if I sit here and continuously hit you with stuff and you are literally being, you are literally not stringing me along and telling me, yeah, 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 I got you, I got you, I got you. And then you literally sit here and flake on me. Do you honestly know who I am? I will talk about you. I won't say your name, but I'll talk about you. And then I'll let you know, just like I'm letting you know now, that that bridge is burnt. That bridge is burnt. You burnt the bridge. It's a lot of y'all that don't burn bridges with me already. Already. Now, I, I, I'll probably repair them bitches, you know, maybe maybe like six a year, six months to a year down the line. But no, I'm going, to, I'm going to show you better than I can tell you. You understand what I'm saying? I'm grown. <laughs> I don't have time to waste. Let me tell you, let me tell, let me, let me, let me just give you a synopsis of my life real quick. Let me just give you what the fuck I'm doing. I am a full-time entrepreneur who has his own podcast, his own blog, a weekly podcast, a blog that he blogs two weeks out the month. Well, no, I'm sorry. Twice out the month, about to get it, about to drop something else in a minute. Then, you know, continuing to elevate, get my brand together while working. For my for my school, while also being a master's student, getting my master's next year, and being now the president of a whole organization here for my uh uh here, while also you know dealing with life and dealing with other shit and you know just getting it, you know networking here and there and everything but I don't I don't sit here and try to make excuses about why I can't come. If I can't come, I just tell you I can't come. If I if I can't make it, if I can't make your deadline, I'm just tell you I can't make your deadline. If I can't sit here and network with you or, or or get out to you or if you ask me to sit here and do an interview and I can't do the interview, then I'll do it. I mean, I, I then I'll tell you I can't do it. Can we do it at a later date? What the fuck is wrong with y'all? And then a lot of y'all think y'all Instagram busy. Y'all ain't no fucking busy. Just say no. What is up? It's like a lot of y'all just don't know when to fuck to say no or y'all just want the clout. Here's the thing. I don't, I, I at this point, I don't care. I don't care because like I said, karma's going to bite that ass in the ass. It's going to bite that ass. But here's the thing though. I'm always, I'm always going to forgive, right? It's, it's never no, it's never no hard feelings for real. You know what I'm saying? It's always hard feelings in the beginning because I was, absolutely, you get pissed. Because this is something that, just like the work that you do, whoever's listening to me right now through a headphone, through a speaker, just like the work that you do that you hold so important, I hold this important to me too because this is just not a hobby that a lot of people think it is. It's a career, I do this. I live this. You understand what I'm saying? I've built my company from the ground up. Ground, nigga. Ground. So this is not just play play for me. I do this for real. You understand what I'm saying? I do this for real. This is not no game. I got too much on my plate for to be playing with your old ass. Young ass, whatever you want to call it. 
right? I, I have too much on my plate to be playing with y'all. So I take shit serious when it definitely when it comes to my company, when it comes to my podcast, when it comes to my blog, when it comes anything that got to do with THC, Devontae's world, the opinionated brother, all three in general, I take it very, very seriously. So you want to come on a podcast? Make sure you make sure you got all your uh, your T's, or you want to be featured on my. Blog. Make sure you got your all your T's and shit crossed. Because if I ask you and you say yes, then I'm gonna take that. You understand what I'm saying? So no, that is I don't play that. I just ran you down my life. I'm busy as well, my nigga. I'm busy as well, and I have. I, this ain't nothing new. It's a lot of y'all that just think y'all just way too fucking busy and y'all not. Y'all not. Y'all just don't want to do the shit or say no. So to me, that just that just tells me y'all just some pussies. Sorry, not sorry. I don't give a fuck. Cancel me if you want to. I, I don't care. <laughs> like, that just tells me y'all some pussies. You want to sit here and get the clout, but then, no, no, fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck that. You understand what I'm saying? And it's, and it's so, and it's so weird and wild. and fu- It's funny to me. It, it's so funny to me. Cause I just be like, wow, you just burnt the bridge. Cause you don't know who I know. That's the, that's the oh, a lot of people, a lot of, man. <laughs> A lot of people think I'm just, I just love to chill, which I do. Love to chill in my room and just kick it, which I do. But like my Instagram says, I'm a public figure. So I get in the public and I got a figure. <laughs> I am a joke. Um, but no, for real, like, I'm, I'm, I'm a chill vibe. But when I go outside, you, 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 you going to see the extrovertedness in me. You know what I'm saying? You going to get that. Like, that's what it is. So I'm just, I, I just be very, it, 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 it's very, it's very laughable when people say last minute that they've just been so busy when they, you know, or they just go out of town or, you know, they, they, they sit here and they give you an excuse, some type of an excuse. And I just be like, wow, excuses are what? Hmm. That's interesting. I'm like, when I'm saying it, and 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 I don't mind sitting here saying this. Cause I don't give a fuck. What are you gonna do? Who's gonna check me? Nobody. Nobody gonna check me. Absolutely not. That's why I keep saying. That's why I will continuously say it's only a it's certain people deserve to be on my podcast, or certain people deserve to be on my blog. Certain people deserve to be in my space, in my brand, right? And then there's others that literally are closet listeners or closet readers or, or, or just in the closet that love my shit that will never say it. I probably have a lot more closet listeners than I, than I, than I probably even imagine. I know they're definitely here in Grand Rapids. Closet readers, absolutely. The crazy thing is, like, if I try to sit here... If when I ask you, just say no. You're not that damn busy. You just don't want to do shit. You ain't doing shit. You have uh, hypothetical. If I sit here and I send you 
my Black Men Win series three weeks beforehand. And like I said, I do my Black Men Win series two weeks before. Or if I send you, if I ask you to come on a podcast maybe two weeks beforehand, right? If you are continuous, if we're in continuous communication in the last and the last day, right, the day before on the day of you sit here and you hit me with an excuse on why you cannot come unless it's like your parents dying or some shit like that. Know that you just opened the floodgates for me to talk shit. I'm not calling you. I'm not texting you. I'm not sitting here asking you why, because at this point you knew. So now I'll give you what you want because you want clout. I'll give that to you, but know that we will never work again. You understand what I'm saying? Or we'll we'll work, but it won't be now. You understand what I'm saying? Because I take it serious. I take this shit serious. You want to collab? Let's collab. But collaboration means two-two. If I ask you, do you what can I feature you? And you say yes. Then that's what the fuck that means. If you say no, can we do it at a later date? Then say no. It's a lot of y'all, period, just, just don't know how to fucking say no. That just are just ridiculous. I don't know why y'all are so scared to say no and to hurt people's feelings and shit like that, but bruh. People feelings get hurt every day. I don't, I don't know what y'all co- trying to compensate for. I don't know, but I'm about, but I'm hurting some people's feelings right now, and I don't give two shits. I don't give two shits because just like where you work or your business, your brand, you take it serious, I take it serious over here. Don't fucking play with me. Do not fucking play with me. Then they want, then, then people sit here and get mad when you say something, right? Oh, you didn't have to say it over podcast. What the fuck you mean I didn't have to say it over podcast? Your misguided communication having ass head ass nigga decided not to decided you were too busy. It's a lot of y'all just decided that y'all just too damn busy. But the communication though. See, I, I just don't be getting it. I don't be getting it. I don't I, I don't be getting it. Say no. Okay, start by saying no. Start by having the balls to say no. I think once y'all start having the balls to say no, y'all will feel a lot more liberated about yourself. And that's what I want at the end of the day. Y'all say no to the shit that y'all can't do. If you know that you are too busy to do something, just say no. You can't do it. Oh, but I'll lose this. Stop worrying about what people going to say or feel about your dumb ass. Because now you're looking dumb. Because like I said, now it's a lot of y'all that have burnt bridges. And I hope that that other side looks great. And I hope you flourish. But you will not be flourishing over here with me. Period, point blank, capped out. So let me make this perfectly clear. Okay, let me make this crystal, crystal clear. I take THC, Tyronza Hickson Company, the opinionated brother, the Devante's World blog, all of those very fucking serious. I am a full-time entrepreneur. 
who works on the side damn near full time. Has his own running a whole organization, heading it. Shout out to my VPZ Auto. Um, while also going to school, while also living life, while also dealing with the balance of highs and lows, right? So no, I'm not too busy because if somebody, I just got asked to do a um a questionnaire or an interview for a New York based um for a New York based website. And I know, and I know her. Shout out to Ruby. Sent me a whole like 12, 15 question questionnaire. I was like, oh shit. Did it as soon as she sent it to me the day the, the next day I did it. So she could have it for her Sunday for, for whenever she relaunches her blog, her website. Shout out to her. Like, this is what I'm saying. Y'all, how busy are y'all for real? Or do y'all not just know how to hurt the fuck feelings and say no? Or and say, hey, can we do this another fucking time? It's ridiculous. And the more you continue to sit here and fuck people over, the more people will not fuck with you. And that's and that's just true. And that's that's just true. And I'm gonna put it out there. I know for me, I'm gonna put it out there. Like I don't I don't care. Because like I said, who the fuck is going to check me when I've checked off everything? I told y'all, I make sure that everything is ducked under here. Make sure everything is captain in a row. And as a communications scholar and major, I take communication very seriously. And if you can't even do the basic forms, I we can't even work together. Sorry. So I'll take this. So like I said, this is out of love. Right, it it may not sound like love, but this is out of love. I hope you learn, understand. This is a learning and understanding experience. I've been through those. You understand what I'm saying? I burned a couple bridges, fucked up, and everything. But Lord Jesus, thank you, Lord, they didn't let me repair them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But no, on some real shit. Own up to your shit. Own up. Own, and this is where you have to take responsibility for the shit that you fucked up because you fucked up. You fucked up. When you sit here and you don't say no to a to a project or to to something that somebody is trying to you know do or or taking their time out to sit here and want you on their platform or want you to do something with them or something like that, and you decide that you agree and then string them along, and then at the last minute you just flake. That's with anything: vacations, trips, um, schoolwork, you know, anything. That last minute shit is dead. And if you sit here and you do it to me, I will out you. It won't be no name calling, but no. You gonna hear it. You gonna hear it. People gonna listen. I'm international, bitch. I that's what it is. Sorry, but I just had to get a little unhumble for a minute. And that's why I would continuously say, <laughs> I'm not worried. I'm not worried. Because literally, 
God will continuously send me the people that he wants me to put on these shows, wants me, what he wants me to do with my blog and everything like that. And and so far, I've put some amazing people on my on my platforms, and it's been great. The reception has been great. Everything has been amazing. You understand what I'm saying? So I will continue to fuck with those who fuck with me. And I mean truly fuck with me. Don't fake fuck with me. Like I said, there's a lot of y'all closet listeners and closet um, readers that truly, truly just don't want to say that y'all fuck with a nigga. But that's okay. That's okay. Because don't say it when a nigga blow up. You understand what I'm saying? Don't say it when a nigga blow up. Because in my eyes, I'm already blown up. Probably in your eyes, I'm not even there yet. But you know what? To me, I'm already there. Like I said, I hit 10,000 streams. Well, we're at 10-4 now. Like, I'm just saying, shout out to the beast. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, dog, I'm not worried. I'll be living my best life over here. I laugh at y'all niggas. Because it's nothing to really, it, 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 the upsetting part is the communication. That's it. That's it. Like, I just be getting upset at the communication. Like, y'all niggas really can't communicate for shit. And they be wondering why niggas don't fuck with you, like, two weeks or a week after. What, bro, why you didn't? Well, bro, why you don't hit me up no more? We not working together? No, we're not. No, we're not. I'm good. I'm good, love and joy. Thank you. Continue to grind on your, on your end of the bridge, and I continue to grind on mine. All right? So... That is it for our show today. That was a great show today. Um, make sure you follow us on the uh, on the social medias. Um, that means Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Follow us on Facebook at the Opinionated Brother Pod, and then on um, Twitter and Instagram at uh, tob underscore podcast. That is tob underscore podcast on the gram. There you go. You can follow me particularly uh, Devontae on Instagram as well at Vontae's world V-O-N-T-A-S underscore world. I'll have all the links um, down in our descriptions when we post the, uh, post the, um, the episode. Um, like I said, man, I, I come with love, you know what I'm saying? And it's all love at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to still support, you know, everybody that continues to push grind and everything like that. But it's just like, I will work with those who give the same energy that I'm giving back. You understand what I'm saying? So that means that communication factor, making sure that your your T's are uh, crossed and your I's are dotted. You understand what I'm saying? Because if they not, that's a bridge that probably could be burnt. That's a network that you probably just missed. That's something that is just now just done. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm that type of person. For me, and I probably have to be a little lenient on this, and this is on me, but just for me right now, I'm at the point to where, listen, if you fuck me over, that's a strike and that's it. Listen, I'm like my mama where we give, me and my mama give two strikes in situations and that's a wrap. When it comes to my company, if you fuck me over, I give you one and that's done. That's a done deal because I see where this is going. You don't have to. You don't got to see it. You don't got to see it. But if you're trying to support, if you want to sit here and, and be a part or I am even asking to for you to be a part of my brand and you flake because of the lack of communication on your side, just know that bridge is done. I am done. It's a rapskies. It's a rapskies on me. You know what I'm saying? So make sure everything is intentional. Cause I come with intentionality. I want to be intentional with everything that I do. 
So when I ask you to be on the pod, when I ask you to be a, uh, a part of the brand, a part of the the, the blog, the, just the THC family, period, it's intentional because I watch. I peep niggas. I'm always watching niggas who doing shit, but damn, I guess I could be. I, I got to be a flaker too. I got to be fake out here. Nah, because that's not me. I don't flake. I mean... At least, I, at least I try not to flake. <laughs> but you know, if I and then if and if I can't do it, I'm gonna tell you no. I'm gonna tell you no. And it's a lot of y'all that just don't say no. But it's okay. It's okay. So I hope y'all continue to flourish and everything like that. So I love you guys. I thank you for all my new listeners that continue to come on. Uh, I love y'all so much. Um, I love everybody that listened to the uh, the mommy and me episode with me and my mom. Uh, for the Mother's Day special episode last Sunday, it was really, really dope. Um, we got over like a hundred and some odd plays in a week, so that was pretty, pretty. That was really dope. One of my top five episodes of all time so far. This one probably has to go up in there too because I love this episode. <laughs> um, so just make sure you follow us on the medias. Make sure you follow and subscribe um, on uh, each platform. We are on ten platforms, so we're all across every podcast streaming service. Period. So just make sure. Uh, that you're following, subscribing, and rating. Um, rate us on Apple Podcasts and follow us on every and on any streaming platform that you use. Um, yeah, and I will see you guys back next week with a whole new show. I love y'all and peace out.